Hey, what's going on, people? It's Last Name Good of the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. And um, this evening, man, we got a special guest. Very special guest. I think this is this your second time on the podcast? Number three. Number three? No, yeah. no, it might be number two. Hmm. The art of... Um, I know we did one at your apartment. Did one at the apartment. Oh, and we did... We did um, Another like, on the Good Hennessy show, so that's, yeah, yeah, okay. It's so this great. is the, this is this is the third time I've interviewed you, but this is the second time on the Straight Out the Damn podcast, right? Uh, so if y'all don't know the voice, uh, help me welcome the homie J Dot Rain to the podcast. Yo, we in here, we going crazy. This yeah, traffic man. had me down, but we here. No, you just on time, bro. Just on time, man. But how everything going with you? Man, everything is blessed, man. I, I can't complain. You know, sure. we we got this project coming out on Friday, so that's all I'm. So I'm talking about before the storm dropping Friday, February the eighth. That's dope, man. So before the storm, so we we've been we've been around for a couple of years now. Like mm-hmm. I, I I do recall the first time, and I told the story before, but the first time that I came in contact with you was at Scotty Spaghetti Junction show, I think, at Department Store. Right. And I saw you perform, and you performed dozens. Yeah. And I was like. That dude special, right? You know what I'm saying, and, and uh, we've seen the, the progression. Like you know that that was years ago, and now you, you're at the point now where this is the was this the second project, second EP yeah, since then. Nah, this I didn't drop hella music since dozen. I didn't dozen dropped dozen dropped. That was okay. Yeah, yeah, a while yeah, ago yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. drop Cooley dozen was on Cooley Fry Cooley Fly Chronic. Shoot, when that's how I, you know you've been in the game. For yeah, me. I didn't drop so much music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> before the storm, before that motherfucker storm. dropping Friday. Yeah, man. before the storm, man. So, um, first off, I just want to go on record and say um, the idea with the umbrella is just is just smart. Thank you, man. I, and, and you know, it's one of those ideas where when I saw it, I was like, duh, like what, like that's easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Did you have that moment when you like finally was like, hey man, I should make umbrellas? So it's been a thing for a while, but like producing stuff like that is expensive. It is. And when you like doing it out your own pocket, you ain't got no funding, like it could be an idea for a long time. But I finally right. was in a situation where I was able to, you know, get a bulk order and I was like, you know what? Let's just go on and do it while I got the opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was striking while the iron is hot. Absolutely. And um it worked. Literally, as soon as I posted it, like everybody was just going crazy. Like, I need one. I need that's, one. That's dope. We that's put them dope. up, sold out first day, seven hours. That's that's a good feeling. That's yeah. a real good feeling. And you know, it is it's those moments in time where like the merch and the message connects perfectly. And I think like when I saw the commercial, I was like, yo, like, and it's been there the whole time. It's just like, man, look, J dot rain. You got the projects, yeah. Oh, cool. oh. All the weather shit, man. It's just everything Perfect. just coincides, man. I'm just thankful for my team, and you know everybody's been pushing me to just be more creative, and you know this is just an opportunity for me to just maximize like my vis- visibility. Like mm-hmm. people, people rocking with it, and why not give somebody something that you know they'll use forever? Right, you know? right, right, right. It's a durable umbrella too. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, bro. I'm definitely happy Thank for you. you. Um, so besides that, like you know, having the merch and everything, catching up to the brand and and uh, where you are musically, the growth of you as an artist, right? Um, what do you personally feel like has changed over the last time that we had a conversation together? Just my knowledge of the game, being able to. Um 
see good from bad, not take every opportunity, just kind of knowing my worth as mm-hmm. a man and as an artist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's been a, it's been a struggle, but you know I'm grateful for where I am right now and the process that made me who I am today. So I think just like knowing myself and mm-hmm. choosing myself. You know what I'm saying? So. That's 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 absolutely. I think that's a point that we all have to strive to get to, like truly knowing who you are. You know, what I mean? like that. Yeah, it, it seems like an easy thing, but I, I think that's a daily challenge for for most people to just really find out, like, man, who am I in this whole space of, especially the music industry. Like, we know that it's not what the people outside of it think it is like mm-hmm. there's more hard work than there is play too much hard work <laughs> too much too much too much do do the hard work uh get in the way uh sometimes of the creativity yeah because i mean i'm, I'm human you know what i'm saying like because i haven't reached just that level where like money can take care of certain things mm-hmm. or you know i can pay somebody to handle something like i'm still on the surface level so it's like i still have to deal with like bullshit every day mm. and so it's times where i'm like damn like i wish i could you know not have to worry about this or damn like why do i have to do this right, but right, you right. know I, I understand it's all a part of the process and that's i think that's the biggest lesson is just respecting the process you get right, what i'm saying right, right. How, how are you able to navigate through that though um my faith in god um just a, a good team and people who support me you know it gets it gets rough, that good, but I think that just again getting back into knowing who I am and where I, where I've come from, mm-hmm. I don't really trip as much as I probably would have gotcha. in a, in a younger state. You know, I'm, right, right. I'm almost thirty. I'm twenty eight now, so yeah. it's like you know you just kind of got to boss up and, and figure it out. Right, right, and and you know I think adding to what you just said too, when you know that this is truly like your purpose, it makes it a little bit easier too, right. like because you kind of know like okay. This is the necessary stuff I got to go through to get to where I need to be. Yeah, and I think that um, there, I had that moment where I where I was questioning it, mm-hmm. like, damn, should I just do something else, or should I not be putting so much time and energy into this? But I've just had so many wins and so many opportunities where it's like, damn, like this shit really happened. Where it's like I don't even question it no more. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. It's just a matter of just you know taking your time and recognizing your gift and really just doing what you got to do to make sure everything get done. When was that moment when you really realized like, yo, this is what I supposed to be doing? Um, when I met Jay-Z. Mm. Tell, tell me about that moment. Was that, hold on, that was like the title concert, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember, all right, quick story. Before you go in that, I just want to tell a personal story. So like I'm watching the concert and I was like, Yo, that J dot rain, ain't it? Like yeah. it, you know. I'm watching it, and then I'm like, I'm like, no, no, he ain't in Brooklyn right now. Like, cause you know what I'm saying. I'm just like, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking like, of course we know that New York is a plane trip. You know, that's a flight away. Right. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, no, I, I could have sworn I just saw him like a couple of days ago. Once again, it's an hour and a half flight. Like it's no big deal, but. It, I'm watching on my phone. It's like, yo, that's Jada. Like, what are you doing on stage? And then it's like, you know, all these things start happening. So, yeah, I, I, I remember that moment. Yeah. I remember that moment. I think for me that just, you know, after idolizing a person for so long and then, you know, running into that person, actually, like, being able to touch that person, having a two-minute conversation with this person, and knowing that the reason that you were able to have that conversation was because of your profession or what you believe that mm-hmm. you should be doing, it's like, damn. 
I did all this and this got me here. So it's like right, I can't stop, bro. Like, right, you know? right, right. That's 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 a refreshing moment too, man. Because just personally, stuff that I that I've had to battle with, right, is we're in an industry where we're constantly trying to progress, right. Mm-hmm. And so when you're progressing, it's very easy to look around as opposed to just looking like right in front of you. So like we'll look around and be like, dang, this person doing this, this person doing that. And the whole time you're not even looking at what you're doing. Right. And I forgot, I, I wish I can give this person a shout out who told me, it was like, man, just look at your own timeline. So like go on your IG and scroll all the way down to the beginning and look and you just like, it blows your mind because it's just like you look and you say like, dang, this was this moment. Right. And then you look, it's like, yo, this is this moment. And then you start thinking like, yo, I got some wins on the board. Right, you feel right, me? Right, and then right. it, it changes your perspective. You know what I mean? I'm hella grateful nowadays, man, because, you know, people dying, people losing their life, people mm-hmm. getting, you know, their freedom taken, free 21 Savage. Yeah, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, it's just so much shit going on in the world nowadays. So I'm, I'm hella grateful. Like, I even said it today, man. I, I saw this young lady and she like, I think she was a paraplegic. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it just kind of fucked me up because it's like, damn, I have the, the ability to just get up and run and run, run for my life. Yeah. And this girl cannot. You got to count your blessings. That's, you know what man, I'm saying? That's so real. That's so real. Just so to, nowadays, I'm counting my blessings. Count God. the blessings. Count the blessings. That's a real statement just to know because we do get caught up in that. And it's just like, but you have the ability to create. There are some people that don't have the ability to create. Exactly. And you have that. And you're able to make a living off of it too at that that's that's it's, it's special man um beyond meeting jay-z and realizing that that was the moment like okay this is real like i really i'm working towards something for you being in that same creative space and knowing that you can actually pretty much you can pray your way i, I don't want to discredit that like you definitely can pray your way but you can work your way to where you want to be yeah for sure what did you see shifted in your career from, like I said, the last time we talked up to now, like the real shift where you started to see like traction, people, are, real fans are engaging with your music? Um, I went to Sweden mm. and it wasn't because I wanted to go. It was because I was asked to come. Mm. So it's like the music had started spreading. You know, there was a school that taught, it was a music school for like, teens and stuff like mm-hmm. that they requested for me to come pay for me to come dope, dope. you know what i'm saying so i could come speak to the, the kids and stuff like that so when i got there they knew who i was like it was telling me about my music so it's mm-hmm. like damn like this stuff goes way beyond when you put it on wax you know what right, i'm saying right, right right and when you put it out there into the world it's not just for your homies like this could go wherever mm-hmm. so it's like I've, I've had so many opportunities and met so many people and done so many things man so i can't just pinpoint one but like just going to sweden getting off the plane having a cameraman from the time i got off the plane all the way to the time i left people just shaking my hand they don't know who i am they know i'm somebody they know you're somebody you know right, what i'm saying right, right. so I, I i just been blessed dog and i'm nowadays it's just like i have to really take that in, into consideration when i'm right. working like the sweden trip um I'm trying to think that I, I I might have seen that. I'm sure I probably saw that. We've but, been we've been linked for a while, so I'm pretty sure yeah, you've seen yeah, everything man. up to this point. Um, but going to a place like that off of hip hop, man, is like I know that that was a surreal moment for you. Just being there, and like you said, I don't know. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but right when you're creating this stuff, 
I know you probably think about other people, but the idea that other people know your words, like when you're performing and you see other people saying your words, what does that do for you specifically? I still, I still get chills, man, because it's like, yo, you know, we we have high hopes, uh-huh. and you know, some people can say like, shit, I knew I was gonna make it. Like, I never in a million years would imagine like I would be doing some of the stuff that I'm doing. So like looking out in the crowd and somebody quoting my stuff, or I get on IG or somebody then you know quoted me in their caption. So it made me feel good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me feel good that people believing in me and people like actually like the things that I say. You That's know? dope. That's dope. One thing that I noticed with you specifically, man, is like you took IG story your IG story to another level. Like I noticed that you really started all of a sudden truly engaging on your story. Um, was that a conscious conscious uh, decision that you made? And if so, what gave you that? Nah, I just I don't know. I think that Instagram is the the, the best tool for an artist right now. Hmm. And so why, I, why is that? It's straight to straight to consumer. Okay, you know what I'm saying. It's just like you. You can put it out there for the people to see, like, you know, you record a song and you want to see if people going to fuck with it. Just put it on Instagram. You ain't got to put it on iTunes or nothing. Just put it on right. Instagram. They're going to tell you. And they're going to tell you if they fuck with it or they don't. If the mm-hmm. likes going crazy, put it out. Gotcha. If it's if it's kind of, uh, you might need to sit on it. Or you mm-hmm. might, that just might be need to be one you just kind of slide in there. The umbrellas went crazy. I knew I had to put them up instantly. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I might put a video up and that bitch don't do nothing. Mm, we're gonna wait on that one you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, so you're really using that as a tester like you're kind of seeing exactly what you're using that as like a barometer basically yeah. of, of what to do and i i really i'm really into marketing although i went to school for uh psychology and communications i'm really into like marketing i really get into like promotions and creative things to really get people like excited mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't think it was a conscious thing i think that i'm just being more aware of you know what I do and what is attractive to my okay. eye. You know okay. what I'm saying. So I, I know if it's attractive to my eye, somebody else gonna fuck with it. Gotcha, gotcha. So is it like something in particular like that? Probably caught your eye. Um, a lot of the like, well, for one, you started doing the um, I don't. I guess it's like when you add like the the gifts and uh, was it it's something you named something? Was it like the weather something? It weatherman rain. I, yeah, yeah. When so I started it, seeing stuff like that, it it, it just it triggered my brain to be like, I felt like it was like super intentional. And and I've been meaning to hit you up about Now, stuff it. like that, hell yeah. Okay, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. It's just, I feel like once I get a budget, like my shit gonna go through the roof. Because I have you. so many ideas and things that I want to like put into the universe. But it's like, without a budget, you know, I'm just, you know, doing what I can do out of my own pocket. Right, right, but right, shit right. like that, hell yeah, we trying to go to the moon with this shit, man. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I mean, you. there's so many ways that you can you can play with it. And, and I think social media um, is one of those where... It, it, it takes work. It takes work. And you have to be a certain type of individual to keep up with that work. You know what I mean? Because, I, I, and I'm speaking very transparently about myself. Social media is a lot of work for me because traditionally I'm a private person. Right. But I know what, you know, you're in the business of, you know what I'm saying, selling these things. So you kind of have to figure out how to be a private person, but also show personality on social media through trial and error i have learned that people are nosy on mm-hmm. social that's the that's the point like yeah. you know what i'm saying twitter what are you doing mm-hmm. instagram they want to see what you up to right, right you know right, what i'm right, saying right. so i i have mastered giving 
enough without giving it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a you gonna know what I got going on with the music, what I'm doing in the community. But as far as like my personal life, I'm I'm very aware of how to keep that kind of under wraps. As I do social media now to let you, people know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you're yeah. going crazy. Yeah. So um no, that, that that's that's um that's interesting, man. Like and I and I do one of my goals for twenty nineteen is to really focus on being better at social the thing is I know I can I know I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. It's just that the laziness right. part is just like oh, I don't oh. You gotta do it. Just gotta do it. What what I really want is somebody to just follow me and do it. Like that's what I really want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many times where like no like we do some dope things. Mm-hmm. Like we really do some dope things. Like my wife and I we go to a lot of events. We do you know, we we go to places, we travel but half of the time, I ain't showing people none of that stuff. And exactly. I, you know what I mean. And, and I know that, like you said, people knows it. They just want you got to find you got to find a balance. You know, yeah. people people really want to tune in. They follow you. Obviously, they want to see. Right, right. That's true. That's so true. That man, that is so true. Okay. You see, see, this is what the podcast do. It, it not only we have conversation, right. and, and, it, and it motivates me to do other things too. So, um, EP coming. EP drops tomorrow, Friday. It drops tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. EP drops tomorrow, so y'all make sure y'all go and check out the EP. Let's break down the EP right now. I haven't heard it. Okay. I don't have my advanced copy, J. I don't know what's going on. When I my phone is over here charging, okay, but okay, I will okay. I will send you the link so you can listen to it tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I will support too. I, I definitely support. Uh, been supporting J. for a minute, man. For um, sure. So t- talk to us about the project right now. Like, what what is it that we can expect? Is this like a continuation? Like this is is this like after the calm or like, yeah okay. so you got i really been I'm, I'm i love like i said i love marketing and brand mm-hmm. association stuff like that so i've been in this whole like weather thing you okay. know what i'm saying so we started with thank god for the rain mm-hmm. and then we went into the calm which dropped in september and now we about to drop before the storm and then you know my album which is going to be like the big shit is going to be called sunshine s-o-n comma s-h-i-n-e which is like a culmination of everything but as far as before the storm uh it's it's kind of a continuance but i think it's just more like well put together than the calm the calm was just tracks you know what i'm saying And, and and with each project we are like Increasing the number of songs and kind of like beefing it up. Okay, so okay. the calm was five. Uh, before the storm is gonna be seven tracks. Okay, and then sunshine maybe somewhere between ten to twelve. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Full album, but I just I love it. We got skits, got interludes, you know, dope, dope. all that type of shit. Any any uh, surprise features on it? You know, we got Scotty on that thing always. Uh, D Horton, I love D Horton, man. Shout He's a very Horton. intelligent guy. Um, I, f- I got a female feature on there this Word. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can um, we can we say the name? We yeah, Blue Cocaine. You know Blue what I'm co- saying? Shout out to Blue Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she dope too. Yeah, she Blue. I love dope. Blue. Yeah. Um, Blue Cocaine on there, and uh, yeah, that's it. I only got three, three. Mm, yeah, three features: okay. Scotty, Blue Cocaine, and D Horton. Dope, dope. Um, I'm well. I'm I'm definitely super excited to hear the project, man. I know you. The last time we had a conversation about a record where we, I don't know if we had this on record, but we kind of talked and it was like, yo, are you doing what I think you're doing? And he was like, yeah, you doing it. And I was like, all right, cool. I get it. Like <laughs> it was, I, I, I understood completely. And um, it's one of those things where I, I just had the conversation with D Horton, shout out to D Horton, where we talked about you got to not necessarily 
dumb it down, but you have to figure out a way to get the message across and entertain yeah. at the same time. Yeah, well, I remember that conversation. Yeah. I think that I have mastered that. Okay. And now I'm able to dumb it down, but still have some substance. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of on the fence. Do I dumb it down all the way mm-hmm. or do I like still stay true to myself, which goes back to knowing yourself. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So I think that I have I have truly mastered that. That's I mean, it's it's super important, man. And, and you know, I, I can't stress this enough. Like you're in the record business. You got to make records. <laughs> got to make them. <laughs> you got to make records. Because it only take one. That Man, that's so true. It takes one. And, and, the, and the cool thing is when you're the type of artist such as yourself, like you've already built that foundation to where you can go in and like it's, it won't be like other artists, like other artists that have come in and all they do is have that one record and that's it. And now their career is defined off that one record. Well, it's like, no, you can go back and listen to my catalog. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm super game. I'm super excited for whenever I do pop because I got hella music for folks to go back and yeah, stream. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. Speaking of streaming, man, like how are you existing in, in this in this marketplace now where streaming is pretty much the standard? Like there's the the selling album still happens, but when it comes to if you drop something, you're looking for people to stream. Like how you know how are you adjusting to that? That's why I'm putting out so much music consistently now. Okay, you know what I'm saying. When I first started, I was like, like I'm I was born in 1990, so I grew up in that era. Of niggas take two years to put out a project, mm-hmm. you know. But now you see an artist, he might put 20 tracks out and then come back and put. 20 more tracks out in three months you know what i'm saying so i think that i am just putting it out and just letting the people decide what they like we're gonna put a video out and we're gonna keep it moving keep it moving until until you see one that's just people just own it Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna run with it that's what that what you put the bag behind right 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 absolutely absolutely i've been a um like uh, i am big on especially from an independent perspective, right? Talking about singles. Right. And what you said right then was super important. Whichever one that people choose, we'll put the bag behind that one. And the thing that the average person don't see is that they think that these songs just like are super organic. There is an organic component. But at the end of the day, marketing is what's going to make that record. Yeah, you got to have marketing dollars. You got to have the marketing dollars. And, and so... You know, I'm big on just looking at the data. Like you said, like, hey, we're going to put the music out, but then let's go back and look and see which record is actually doing the traction. You know, because artists would think that this is your single when, no, this song right here got 20,000 streams, but this one right here got 120. Right. That's your single. I don't care how much you love this record. That's the single over there. Niggas be having demo-itis. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They just, they fall in love with a record and they think that's the one. I have that problem too sometimes, but nowadays um, we have implemented in the cool club what we do, we just get together and we let the team, you know, pick the records. I I don't come in and be like, yo, this is my project. Of mm. course, I have like final say so. Right, right, right. But we getting together, you know, we it's kind of like a focus group. Okay. Dope, niggas dope, niggas dope. got they they two cents. That's what you need. You need you need constructive criticism, man, and you need people that are truly invested in what you what you want to do. And I think that's super important like, you know, speaking of cool club and and what you you guys have built over the years, it is a solid foundation. And um tell us specifically about your yourself and your affiliation with Cool Club and how you've been able to uh not only, you know, build that foundation but build upon that. Um well, I've been with the Cool Club for a little over 4 years now. Okay. Um 
I just been around for really just the, from the beginning of like what has, like you said, a solid foundation. I think that me and Scotty have a really, really close knit relationship. It started as, you know, a fan to artist, mm-hmm. you know, with Scotty being the artist, me being the fan. And we kind of connected through knowing a mutual producer and then the producer wanted to get us on a song together and, and we just kind of, you know, worked from there. Okay. But I think that they kind of look at me as a leader, you know what I'm saying? Because I am pretty much like the senior on the team or, gotcha, gotcha. you know, the the one that kind of know the ropes or how niggas operate or some shit like that. Right, so they right, kind of right. look at me to kind of delegate and make sure, you know, for for the, the the new artists that are on the on the on the roster, making sure they know the ropes and and just being and being responsible, right, and, right, right, and, and being a leader. So. Gotcha, gotcha. How, how are you handling that responsibility? I mean, I love it. Like you know, it, it's good to have people who who look look to you for advice and look to you to to be that leading light for them. Mm. It's also a lot of pressure, but uh, again, just knowing yourself and knowing where you come from and who you are as a person. It's kind of a a refreshing feeling because your hard work has gotten you to that point. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right. So, in a lighter note, there was something that you was doing on social media, man. That I want. I should have hit you up personally. Asked you, like, man, is this true? I always doing something on social media, bro. The fruits. Yeah. Are you? That was that was really a, that was a serious thing. It's a thing, bro. It's a thing. So, okay, I don't understand this. Like, so you just didn't like fruits growing up. It's texture. Okay, okay. So we I know you try like pineapples, grapes. Uh, the grape went through me off. It was like this is my first time having a <laughs> Yo, grape. Yo, that was the what really kind of set everything off. I was like, "Fam, like you 25 plus, bro. This could not be the first time you first had a grape. grape on the road." That's crazy. They had a fruit tray backstage and they was like, "Jada, why you not eating no fruit?" I was like, "I don't really fuck with." They was like, "Oh, you're going to eat some fruit today." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kissy Lee shot to Kissy Lee shoes on the road with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um she's like, "Oh, you're going to eat some fruit today." So like, I just said, "You know, what? I'm going to record this." And you know, it just kind of happened that way. And somebody was like, yo, you should just record yourself trying all these different fruits. Man, that was hilarious, bro. Like, the one of the most genius things I've seen because, for one, it was so unbelievable. But then when you watch it, it's like, yo, he really had fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still a few that I haven't had. And I'm, I'm going to get back on that, like, once the project drops so I have more content to yeah. post. So be on the lookout for them Dot Does episodes, man. Man, that, that was, like, hilarious, bro. That's I mean, but that, we're in a world right now where, especially if you're an artist, content is king. So whatever content that you can think of and, and generate that that's unique to you, it, it, it makes sense. But I, that was brilliant. I'm telling Appreciate you, that it, was, bro. man, that was brilliant. Appreciate <laughs> it's like, I'm going to try this grape. Like, <laughs> what? You know, I gotta try some more. I gotta think of some more shit I haven't had. Yeah, man. I, I mean, we can go in the deep end. He had dragon fruit. Never had dragon okay. fruit. I've heard that before. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's like white on the inside with yeah, the with the black seeds. Yeah, and pink and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you try it, man. Try some dragon fruit. Uh, we, I mean, you know, we we can think of that. It, all kind of fruits, man. But that's that's what's. That's next. I'm I'm doing dragon fruit, man. Shout out to oh, man. shout out to Jay Good for picking that one. Man, that's that's hilarious, bro. Like so, um, man, I lost my train of thought with that with the fruit. Um, for you, right? Being the type of artist that you are, like, and, and when I say that, I think you're the type of artist that I know you can rap, but you also understand that you got to make these records and you have to be entertaining to you know kind of cast a wide net and, and get people to hear the music. What's been the hardest part with doing that type of transition because the first time i heard you you were 
on the like I'm giving you these bars. You know what I mean? What what's been the most difficult transition? Merging fans. Mm. What what do you mean by that for the people that might not understand? Like you know, people know me for one thing. I came in on bars. Mm-hmm. So it's like I moved to Atlanta and really got on the flavor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So now I'm flavor, 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 flavor. No right, bars, right, right, no right. bars. They got I got a whole group of fans over here like, yo, we want to hear that that shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So now it's like shit. Flavor, flavor, bars. Now my flavor people are like, we don't really want to hear all that knowledge, nigga. We want to hear that turned up shit. So it's like now, you know, just kind of getting them to, you know, merge together. That has been a a, a struggle, but um, like I said, I think that I mastered it, and um, I think all my fans are pleased, and I think that before the storm is a uh, a perfect blend of the two. Okay, okay, gotcha. That's that. You know. I- that's one of those things where I, I understand it, you know, because you, you have those two audiences and trying to, to mix both of them to where it makes sense. And, and also to make sure that you're comfortable with it. Because yeah, you, you got to be comfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sell out. Right, 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 right. You want to be comfortable making the music. What's your um your your most favorite record to date that you've done? I got so many, bro. Um, my favorite record to date... Probably be dozen, bro. Dozen, dozen, or dozen of cash talk. Okay, okay. I, I, I mean, I, I'm gonna go on. That's dozen was my introduction to you, and, and every time, I'll put it like this, right? There's not many times where an artist can take a classic hip hop record and make it them, make it their own, and make me forget about that record and you're able to do that with dozen i think that it's just my favorite record aside from the fact that you know it has the wu-tang sound because everybody you know always piggybacks off that i think it's because it's just so creative it is like i don't even think that people recognize that i made references to the number 12 throughout the whole song i i caught that <laughs> i mean i'm just being honest with you that was one of the like of course i would be lying to you if i if i didn't say the sample caught my attention yes that caught my attention but then when i was up there watching you perform the record and i was like oh no he's spitting like he really rapping like he rapping rapping this was before that yeah. you know me <laughs> rapping rapping you know what i mean so um i can see that I, okay that's cool i, I, I really fuck with doesn't just you know i love donuts too like in yeah. that whole little wave like when i when we really like figured it out like we were sending we we had the single we burnt some cds we packaged up like 12 cds and donut boxes we were sending them to like complex double xl like that's yo dope. we was really on that shit then i started performing the song i would go to like Krispy cream before the show and we was like passing donuts out through the crowd got the donuts crowd surfing it was yeah. crazy so like i think that probably my most favorite song to date that that so you were on the market even back then man like i think those things as an artist you know, if you're an artist listening to this, you have to be, it's, it's not just the music, if you don't understand that. Like, you have to figure out creative ways to get people to tune in and stuff like that. Like, that that helps. The umbrellas, that help. All of that, even the fruits, all of that stuff really helps people tune in. And once, you know, the, the goal is just to get their attention. Once, once they locked you, in, yeah. you got them. You just got to do what you do. Get their attention first. And, like, the analogy that I that I use and, you know, I, I, I keep using is the car analogy. So, it's like, the one thing that people can't do when they get in your car is touch the radio. The hard part is getting them in the car. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way. You gotta use these tricks. You gotta do the, the melody. You gotta do all these things to get them in the car. But once they're riding with you, 
They in there. You can't. They in there. They can't leave. They can't leave unless bro. you stop. Unless you. you Come go. on now. You preaching. Come on, man. <laughs> if you stop, they can get out. They can get out. But as long as you ride, they just gotta roll. They gotta roll, man. They definitely gotta roll. So look, I got this thing, man. Three lazy questions. Let's do it. Right. Um, three questions I'm gonna ask you, and I just want the first thing to come to mind. Let's and do you it. can elaborate as much as you want to. So first question. Your earliest memory of hip hop. The Dynasty. Mm. Jay Z Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. I think that was like the first CD my mom bought me. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, the Dynasty. Like I, I grew up in that Rockefeller era. Like I oh, just yeah. knew I was motherfucking. It's the rock. Like I, I knew it, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just knew I was from New York, bro. Little right, right. Alabama boy, but. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number two. Um, if you can change anything in hip hop, what would it be and why? Gatekeepers. Mm. Why? Because they, I mean, they just feel like, you know, they high and mighty and they they only looking for what they looking for, not really open to, to change or just something different. Right, right, right. You right. know, you see it in Atlanta all the time. Niggas be holding their nuts, man, and not knowing that the next big thing could be standing right next to them. And then what happens is the next big thing, go and find some, find another way in the gate. Now they all, you know, hands out. Hands out. It happens. It happens all the time. It's happened to me. Like yeah. niggas that didn't play me before and then had to double back and be like, oh, you know, I ain't know you was rocking like this. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't just, you know, judge a person off of, you know, how many likes they get and some shit like that. Because it's, it's shit out here. It be sometimes I follow people or I might see an artist. They might have 200 followers and they jamming. They jamming. They jamming. And, and the flip side of that, you can see artists that have like 30,000 followers and... Sound like trash. Sound like trash and you, you watch their show and they can't get people to come out to their show. Exactly. It's like... Some ain't right. <laughs> Some ain't Some add ain't up. Right. Some ain't added up. Um, third question, final question. Five years from now, what's your dream collaboration? And I'm specifically saying five years from now on purpose. Five years from now, my dream collaboration. I would love to get in the studio with Diddy. Mm. That's interesting. Diddy. Why Diddy? Then he gonna make that one, bro. He gonna produce it. He gonna get the right like vocals, and it's just gonna be some timeless music. I got plenty of people, but I just I like this. Like I'm trying to be on my mogul shit in the next gotcha. five years. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. black excellence, all that type of shit. That's dope. And I feel like he 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 the one gonna bring it out of me. Mm. That's what's up. I w I wasn't expecting you to say Diddy. I wasn't. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wasn't expecting Diddy, but I I I, I respect it. Yeah, I respect it, especially for. When you said like the the business part and the mogul side of it, like it makes it makes a lot of sense, a lot of sense because there's so many places that you can go with that. I mean, look at look at who he didn't like. You right? Who, who he didn't brought in the game, man? <laughs> and what he didn't did for certain artists. Like, let's not talk about like the bullshit, but like let's mm -hmm. really look at the stats. You know what I'm saying? If we just talking about collaboration and getting the stats part of it, mm -hmm. fuck yeah, did it all day. That's dope. So. um before the storm, y'all. Uh, tomorrow. 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 So y'all make sure y'all go. It's on. It's everywhere. Everywhere tomorrow. Facts. Um, before we leave, man, what what do you want to leave the people with? Um, just believe in yourself, man. Um, consistency is key. 
like Jay Good said, it's my third time, and every time we talk, you know, I it, it's a it's a level up. I feel like, you know, today this conversation is just if if I go back and look on all the other conversations, this is like my most personal and just most mature interview today and i just feel like i'm just continuously growing as a person as an artist as a man so just never stop keep going and you know even on my way here like being in the traffic like don't be in a rush like you're gonna get there and it's gonna be right on time you right know what i'm saying and for those that don't know i had a uh podcast before him and jay dot actually walked in right when we ended it was right on time right on time and right don't rush time. it don't rush it man that's dope, man. But look, man, this last name good. That is straight out the damn podcast, man. I'm here with the homie J. Rain. And um, oh, as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and working until that dream becomes reality. I'm last name good. He's J. Rain. <laughs> Peace out.